So hello and welcome to this special Multipure podcast. Joining us today, once again, Pure's sponsored USA Karate athlete, Trinity Allen. Hello, Trinity. Hello. Thanks for uh, joining us again. It's been a couple of months since uh, last time we talked. As usual, it seems like every time we talk, it's, it's, it's always been very eventful. <laughs> uh, so we definitely need to recap what's happened uh, in the past couple of months. So uh, in the past couple of months, or, or when we last recorded, which is at the beginning of August, it's now the beginning of October, you had recently come back from, I think, training in Kazakhstan. You had also uh, competed in the Olympic qualifiers in Paris. And then we even talked about the Olympics a little bit and kind of your impression of karate's first first time being in the Olympics, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. It was really fun yeah. to hear your uh, to hear your analysis on that. So at the time, though, you were looking forward to the USA championships. Mm-hmm. And that was at the end of August? Uh, yeah, in beginning of September. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Same, same. <laughs> so why don't we start there and tell us a little bit about that. First of all, where was it? And just give us your impressions. Okay, well, it was in Schaumburg, Illinois. Which is just outside of Chicago. Yeah, pretty much Chicago. <laughs> and it was, it was good. I competed in my last year of 18 to 20 year olds. So my last like junior year, I'd say. And then also in seniors and I won both divisions this year. So it was a nice, nice goodbye to juniors, I'd say. It was nice to, you know, win seniors this year because I didn't win seniors my, my first my first year. So well, you just gave away the ending. Oh. <laughs> because that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, just kidding. Let, let's back up, though, a little bit. USA Championships, mm-hmm. you've competed in this before as a junior and once prior as a senior. Mm-hmm. So how did you do in the past as a junior? As a junior... I I started competing at this tournament since I was 12, and I've competed there ever since. Before, I think I've won hey, maybe three juniors. I'm not sure exactly because I I won some, second some, third okay. some. So it was it was on and off. Sometimes I didn't, you know, do as well. So it was always you know, it was a long time, 12 to right. 18. And then last year, no, not last year, not 2020, but 2019, it's confusing with, with COVID and <laughs> the everything. The last time, yeah. you can say the last, last time. time. Right. That was my first competition into seniors. And I had won my first fight at Nationals, and then my second fight, I fought one of the top girls in the division, and she beat me up pretty bad. So it was like a nice introduction into seniors. <laughs> wow. um, she, you know, she, she beat me up, but I... I came back um, that January for, because we have our nationals, and our nationals qualifies us for our team trials. So the top six goes to team trials in January. So even though nationals is big, it doesn't really, I would say, matter because it qualifies you for the bigger qualification. It's kind of a title. Yeah, it's more of a title. And so I had won the team trials, which was better. Right, okay. (laughs) And was that the basis of your seeding for this tournament then? You yes. were number one seeded because of... Um... Because of that team trials. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've competed in this only since you were 12, mm-hmm. and you're 20 now. Mm-hmm. So really not that long because there was a lot younger kids yeah. competing in this. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that 
you didn't start until 12. Why, why was that? Yeah, um, because it was always elsewhere. You know, it was kind of in Texas, some years Florida. Just the traveling? It was just the traveling. My dad had some of his students go and compete before that, and I was never, I never went. I just kind of stayed home. And so I do wish I had started at a younger age. And so I did kind of push for some of our younger kids to compete at this past nationals because I think it's good to start competing at those tournaments before 12, because at 12, that's when you try out for the junior national team. Okay. So I kind of wanted like my sister, you know, she's only 10, some of our other students that you know to compete before they get to the, the big title. Okay. Yeah. Kind of the, the older categories. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's where I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna demonstrate my my past uh, ignorance about about your sport. Mm-hmm. I had not seen a karate tournament live okay, yeah. until the nationals. Mm-hmm. Until um, I, I had the opportunity to go and, and see you compete and, and some others, and it, it it was an amazing experience for me. Not just, well, because my previous experience was just on TV or on the mm-hmm. internet with, it, it was mostly the Kumite, like at the Olympics and, and some of your qualifying, where it all seemed very, I don't know, kind of sterile, mm-hmm. kind of the the environment of what I had seen before was all very quiet yeah. and nobody was there yeah. and uh, this was totally different. Mm-hmm. How, tell me Tell me about that. Yeah, I mean, it gets really... Like you said, it's a sport event, so people get excited, they cheer loud. I think because maybe when you are introduced to karate, it's, again, it's videos, and also, like, some of my qualifying tournaments, it was during COVID, and so it's... No spectators. No no spectators or really small, small amount of people. So it's a little different, and then when you get to see everyone all together, it gets it gets very loud, uh, especially um, our... Our dojo kids, they yeah. get very loud. <laughs> um, Your supporters. And, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's certain groups from certain states, I would say, that are louder okay. than others. I've um, that. Miami has a loud group in particular. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see, um, you know, I think growing up in karate, I we know like the louder people and, and the ones who tend to be more quiet. So it's always it's always fun to see that. Does that make a difference as an athlete when you're when you're out there? Do you hear the cheering and the No, um, I mean I've never really I guess paid attention to it. I think, you know, maybe maybe my first time like on the bigger stage, like in a finals, it was kind of nerve wracking, but now now it's not not so crazy. And then when there's so many things going on at once. I think you just kind of blank it out. There's a lot going on at once. Yeah. <laughs> Even at the, all the way up to the end, yeah. there's a lot going on at mm-hmm. once, which we'll get to in a minute. So I just want to say that I was I was completely wrong about karate as a sport, just based on my limited experience. Seeing this, and I realize it's just the U.S. championships, and, and you've got a lot of bigger fish to fry down the road here, but it was exciting to see all the different athletes competing. It was it was amazing to see the intensity. Mm. Obviously with Kumite, with, with the combat side of things, but even the intensity on the kata side, mm. on the form side, I mean some of these kata athletes, the physicality of it was, was surprising to me. And uh, I mean almost to the point of, of being violent, yeah. even just by themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're, you know, the level, especially when you see tiny tiny kids and their their katas and their fighting is just so strong it's always nice to see because 
sometimes I'll look, you know, when I was younger, I'm not saying it was bad or anything, but I would say that the level of kids now has definitely improved. I think with, with all sports, you know, you see a higher level at a younger age now than before. And so it's like I look at the, the younger kids now and they would have destroyed me back then. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's crazy to see how, how good they are now. You talk about intensity. Mm-hmm. You are incredibly intense when you're visiting us at the uh, at the office, or even when you're when you're teaching, which I've I've seen you in all of these regards. I mean, you are a completely different person when you are when you're competing. The the look on your face is 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 very different. Is that something you had to learn along the way, or is that just something that just comes naturally to you? Yeah, I would say I it was definitely learned. Um, because you know, as you said, I'm I'm not I'm not aggressive person. I'd say <laughs> by nature. And I'd say, like, I would fight very not aggressive growing up. I didn't like to hurt people. <laughs> I was very scared to fight. And growing up, I wanted to do kata more forms. So I, because I just didn't enjoy fighting as much. And so I'd say 12, I was fine at fighting, but I just didn't love it. And when I was around 13, I started going up against some girls that really like to hit me. <laughs> and so when you go up against someone who's not just doing it for sport, but they're they're trying to really hurt you, I think when I got hit, it made me angry and it kind of brought out that that other side to me, you know, and I would actually, you know, start fighting back a little more. Okay. And so that kind of started coming out of me. It it brought that more more and more as I fought and um, I also would say like when I went to more international events seeing the different level of other people I think it it brought another side to me as well so I didn't always have you know that that fight in me which I think a lot of people have naturally you know they just grow up and they enjoy getting in there and fighting I didn't have that but I think as I grew older I kind of I, I still wouldn't say I have as much fight as some other people like naturally or that same aggressive nature when I'm fighting, but I've definitely learned how to act appropriately, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you definitely, uh, I guess you have to rise to the occasion Mm -hmm. on that when when you're surrounded by that much intensity. I mean, that's that's what it it takes to to compete. So it was quite a thing to see. So I I was also surprised at the tournament, at the number of things going on Mm -hmm. all at once. There were, what, 10? Uh, on the floor here surrounded by bleachers and it can almost be overwhelming uh, to a spectator because you're like what do I watch now what do I watch now because it's all so much fun to watch you almost kind of you know fear missing out if you're watching something over here you Mm -hmm. you might have missed what was happening over there Um, but you've kind of got that you don't worry about that, right? You're just focused on on what your next uh, what your next event is going to be. Yeah, I mean, unless we have kids competing, you know, we have some kids, and they'll be in one ring over here, and then you have to run to the other side over here, right. or you have to look over. <laughs> that can get kind of you know stressful. All this running around, it is it is kind of overwhelming. I mean, I'd say you know for me, I competed on the first day, and then I had to save my energy because I was also competing on the last day of the tournament, and. Um, I think being in that environment all day for the last few days, it gets, it does get, it drains you a little. And then, you know, watching the kids, I'm, I'm trying to support them. I, I want them to do well. It does get, you know, it gets tiring. And 
I would say I'm an introvert too, so being around a lot of people at once, a lot of people I know too, to talk to, friends and everything, it, it drains me socially. Not your comfort zone. Yeah, it's not my comfort zone, but it's also karate, which I'm very comfortable with. Right. So it's, um, you know, I it's definitely a different experience, and I it does get draining easily, but you know, it's also something I don't get to see often. A lot of people, I don't get to see them often, so it's also nice. Yeah. yeah. Competing with a crowd or without a crowd, do you have a preference? It's actually hard. I mean, I think with with a crowd, it, it's exciting because as a kid, I liked watching right. other people, you know? So it's always kind of something maybe I, I dreamed of having just because I always looked up to the people when I was, when I was a crowd, you know? Um, I think fighting alone, it's it can be a little more nerve-wracking sometimes. So I'd say maybe like a, a good crowd is a good enough crowd, but maybe, you know, at the highest levels when there's, when there's the whole world watching, it can be scary for sure. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Uh, I, you know, I just think it's, I'm just a great admirer of, of anybody who has dedicated themselves to, to a discipline, whether it's arts or music or, or an athlete. It's just a lot of fun to see people who they do, who've worked really hard to get that way. And I'm a great admirer of that. And so, and so seeing you and some of the other elite athletes fighting, even though I know nothing about what's going on, it's just it's a lot of fun as a spectator to see this. And I can see how the crowd gets into it because it's just it's amazing what you, what you all do. I was surprised, based on our last conversation, of the intensity, especially of the elite athletes. Mm-hmm. I saw more than a few bloody noses. <laughs> uh, I saw it was um, it, it was a little surprising to yeah. see the amount of uh, and and the I guess the violence of the yeah. of the contact. Yeah. Sometimes you know because last time we talked we were yeah. talking about the Olympics and you're saying well you know the guy got knocked out yeah. with that kick to the head and and now that I've seen a lot more of it I'm surprised yeah. it doesn't happen more often. Yeah, I mean it's it's a no contact sport. I mean not supposed to be right and you get penalized if you do make contact i mean especially for the younger kids but even in a sport where you're punching and kicking and it's no contact there's accidents and there's time people get angry you know and so there's a lot of times where yeah things happen you know but i would say it's a lot safer than i than most sports oh yeah but you see it it happens you know you get your bloody noses it's part of it too. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. I saw you. I think I saw you put a, a couple of other ladies on the ground <laughs> yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. It's you know, it's no contact, but it's also contact. Yeah. You, know? you can't. That's a weird. Not touch. That's a yeah. weird spot to <laughs> yeah. be in. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about the finals for the for the junior, for the junior level. That was. I want to say that was like Saturday morning, or was it Sunday? Sunday. Morning? Sunday night. The Sunday night was mm-hmm. the finals for the juniors. Yes. Okay. You were the favorite for the juniors. Maybe? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but Maybe. you weren't quite at the top of your game, were you? Um, oh, for the morning. Yeah, for morning. the morning. The ju- yeah. I was not. Like I said, um, it was Sunday, and I, I was tired from, from the tournament, everything going on. I wouldn't say that I was, you know, the best that I could have done. And... Before this nationals, I honestly wasn't expecting to compete either. I wanted to use it to to practice for other things. But even if it's practice, of course, I'm not going in there to 
to practice. Right. You know, it's right. I'm going in there to, to do my best. But, um, but I mean, physically, you weren't feeling very good, were you? No, I, I wasn't feeling great. And then also, this is kind of a weird thing. Lately, I vomit. Oh, no. <laughs> um, when I see people or oh. hear people. Um, you're a sympathetic. Really, uh... Yeah, it really <laughs> bothers me. And it hasn't been a problem, but it's been kind of like a recent thing in the past year. Like, I just, I think maybe because I've been around it more, it just really bothers me. And one of the girls in my division, actually, during her fight, she stopped the match. She turned to the judge and she said, I, or to her coach, she said, I have to throw up. <laughs> they stopped sick. the match and she went to the side and threw up. And that really, like, oh, threw no. me off. <laughs> it, like, it scared me a lot. And so it really threw me off. Um, but, you know, I had a fight before that. That didn't happen. And I just right. wasn't feeling on. And then that happened. And I just... I wasn't, I was just, (laughs) but uh, you know, when you're fighting it, I'm not thinking about it, you know, it's, it just goes out of your mind. I wouldn't say that was my, my best fight. Yeah, it was, it was pretty close. Uh, It was, uh, it was kind of dicey there for, for a minute. Um, Weren't you down? Were you down points um, Um, at at one point? I, I was down in my first match or it was tied and then, but I was ahead. I was ahead in, in the fights. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you, you pulled through at the end for the, uh, for the morning and you came, came through on top. And that was the junior championships. Was that the... Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the, the really big event was the senior elites Yeah. The, that evening, which we were all worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just because how close things were in the morning, we were all worried, oh, you know, how mm-hmm. she's going to do in the, in the senior elites. Yeah. And, and I have to set the stage for everybody because... Up until this point, the whole tournament took place in a kind of a large kind of arena setting where, like I said, there were ten rings, two rows of five, and so all the spectators were on bleachers kind of looking down on these rings and, you know, a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly the, the, the finals were in a totally different spot mm-hmm. on two elevated rings. We're on the ground floor and we we're kind of all looking up at the athletes. First of all, I found it a little bit strange but to see two different two different events going on at once Mm -hmm. because it's the finals and the stage is elevated you kind of think it's going to be one thing Mm -hmm. but no not both kata and kumite there were simultaneous events going on so again you had to kind of decide which one you really wanted to watch but it was uh i love the this is one of the things that i I really love about karate is kind of the ritual of it all Mm -hmm. of bringing in the athletes, announcing them, you know, showing respect to each other, showing respect to the judges, the flags. To me, I, I just I really enjoy that part, yeah. even before they get started competing. I don't really know of, of very many other sports where there's that much, again, kind of ritual yeah. that goes into it. I mean, you know, karate, I think a lot of people know karate for its discipline, and I think we really do stick to that when we, you know, not only before the, the fight, but or like not only before the event, but you know, in our fights we bow into each other, we bow to our opponent, bow to our judges a lot of the time. So it's it's a lot of respect that we have to give and even that during the fight things happen and then at the end of the fight we bow to each other, we shake hands and you're supposed to you should shake hands. <laughs> yeah, know? I didn't see any where they didn't. Yeah, you should shake hands. You know, there's times where people, you know, lose their 
lose their temper and you know they don't shake hands but <laughs> it's it's always you should bow and you should shake hands it's part of part of everything you know there's no reason you shouldn't right yeah right okay so let's get to your fight on the on the the, the championship fight the, the senior elite night so just as a reminder to everybody on the junior championship fight it was pretty close mm-hmm. but now it's the, now it's the senior leads mm-hmm. tell us how that went it was you know i i felt good by then you know i, I recovered that morning we we made sure that <laughs> i was you know really recovered for for the night because you You're know well hydrated yeah very well hydrated you know, I, I rested up a lot, um, didn't go and threw up before the event, so <laughs> I was, I was fine. <laughs> that's the secret to beating <laughs> <laughs> So I was, I was good. And I ended up, you know, 8-0. When an opponent gets a win by at least eight points, the match finishes right. if it's before time. Okay. <laughs> you just glossed over something. So you won uh-huh. eight to nothing. Mm-hmm. So you... Your opponent did not score any point at all. That's amazing. I mean, it's a it was a very dominating performance. I mean, did you feel like like going into that? Did you feel like you know what I've got this? I I did. I you know I fought this girl before, and so I knew her well, and I did feel confident going in. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you knew what was going to happen. I don't know if the rest of us knew what was going to happen, but it was very exciting down there watching. So I was trying to take pictures and take video and watch you at the same time. I felt like, you know, I felt like a parent, you know, where you go and everybody's got their phones up and, but I didn't want to miss the moment, but it was very exciting to be, to be there and to to watch you win and to watch you win like that. It was, it was pretty cool. So congratulations Mm -hmm. on being U.S. champion, but not one to, uh, to rest on your laurels. You've, you've got a busy fall coming up here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us what's going on. Yeah. So I have, I leave next. Sunday for Uruguay for the Pan American Championships and then I'll have you know some trainings some smaller competitions and then here I'll, in the U.S. in the U.S. yeah uh-huh. and then I'll leave in November for the Senior World Championships it'll also be my first senior world event so that'll be I'd say that's you know one of the biggest tournaments for karate is you know world championships. And, and not not just anybody gets into that. How did you how did you qualify for that? For that, it's the team trials that are in January. So okay. this is the top six goes to the tri- team trials goes to our world. Okay. And for Pan American Championships, it's the top two, okay. the top two in the division. And USA Karate d- decides who those two are. No, it's we we fight. So okay. whoever is first and second in the division goes to Pan Americans. Whoever's first in the division goes to Worlds. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, I leave pretty soon after for Pan Am Games in Colombia. And that one is a, it's a junior tournament. It's the first one that they're going to have. And it's 18 to, I think, 20-year-olds. It might be some 21s. I don't know exactly, like, the rules, but... 18 to 20, and that one was a separate qualification because it is juniors, and yeah, that will I'll be there two weeks. It's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your confidence level with uh, with some of these? Starting with the the Pan Am Championships. You know, I mean, these are these are all big firsts in the levels. I mean, they're way different than what I would say it, from the nationals. You know, they're they're the top from multiple countries in the world and so you know I'm 
it'll be a first time for me, but also I think a lot of young people, it's it's kind of an advantage too because people don't know you as well. Right. And so I'm just, you know, I'm training hard and I'll just think, you know, I have a, I have a good chance, you know, but I'm not going to say, you know, I'm, right. <laughs> you know, we'll just, we'll see what happens. Do you think that your experience in Paris with, kind of on the international stage for the Olympic qualifiers, do you think that kind of helped you yes. with this? I mean, is this going to be similar? Are you going to see some of the same athletes, do you think? Yeah, so that that tournament will definitely help. I mean, the girl that I, both girls actually, that I fought in Paris will be at both tournaments that I'm competing at, the Pan American Championships, because it's the Pan American, so Canada, Brazil, they're both going to be there. And then World Championships, I'm sure they're going to be at Worlds too. I'm pretty positive both of them will be there. So it'll be it'll be good. And then also the training I had in Kazakhstan, a lot of the girls that I have been training with too will be against. So I had fought them before. I've trained with them before. And so, you know, they're competitors. But it's, it's always good to train with the best to, you know, fight them later, I think. Do you consider any of them friends? Yeah, I mean, of course, a lot of them I, I am close with, and we've we've talked a lot. We keep in touch, but you know, in in the ring, it's it's different. You know, right. even at nationals, I mean, the girl I fought in finals, we're, we're I would say we're good friends. I fought my best friend in in our national championships also. So it's a little weird sometimes, especially the first time. But I think after a while, you you get used to it. This is competition, and then outside of that. Yeah, I, I you, you still have you have a ton to. in common. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's something special when you guys do the same sport at a high level. I think that's how you make friends. And so I think if you're, you know, an adult and you can't compartmentalize that, I think it's, you know, kind of immature on your end. Well, I think that says something also about the sport as mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Uh, karate is probably a little bit different than like or boxing. Yeah. You never hear about those guys being friends outside of the ring. See, you've got a full schedule of competition coming up. Uh, U.S. Open is yes. also coming. Now, how's the U.S. Open different than U.S. Championships? So the U.S. Open, it's um, U.S. National Championships are only U.S. citizens. I mean, there's you can compete if you're from somewhere else, but it's not you're not allowed to compete in the elite divisions. Okay. And the U.S. Nationals is um, to qualify for different things. So, for example. Usually, we would have a junior Pan American Championships, but this year it was canceled because of COVID. So our U.S. junior team, unfortunately, is kind of for nothing, <laughs> um, which is which is unfortunate. But um, so usually it's more of a qualifying tournament for the U.S. But U.S. Open is an open tournament, so anyone from around the world can go to this tournament. Okay, it's so it'll an be international bigger. tournament. Yeah. It'll be bigger. Yeah. Okay, and where is that taking place? Here, Las Vegas. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's been in Las Vegas for years and years now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I know that you're definitely going to have a, a home field advantage here. I yeah, hope. I hope. <laughs> We're going to do our best to give that to you. Outside of yeah. karate, right? What <laughs> else is going on? I'm also in school, so I just jump school in the mornings and weekends are our time to get my school done. I teach karate at our dojo, so, you know, when I'm away, it's kind of difficult, but we have other instructors who, who teach. Luckily, I have, you know, other people to, 
to replace me and they do a great job when I'm away so I have other people to take care of them and but usually I, I am teaching and how many hours a week do you think you're teaching I teach nine hours about okay. nine hours yeah so it's not not crazy and then I I train when I'm not doing those things how many hours a day training. do you think you're training a day maybe maybe I'd say four hours so this this is but this is everything. This is going out for a run. This is weightlifting. Yeah. This is yeah. not just mm -hmm. yeah, not, not just, just karate. I would say I would say like usually like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, the morning strength and conditioning in the morning, not not karate. Right. But every night I do karate. So then you add that four four hours a day mm -hmm. plus nine hours a week of mm -hmm. teaching, and you're managing school, mm -hmm. full time student, more than full time student. Right now, full time. <laughs> but you're you're going to graduate this spring. Yes. Hopefully, mm -hmm. and that'll be three years for you. Yeah. To get your bachelor's, mm -hmm. that's incredible. That's just uh, congratulations. Thank you. Early on that. So wow, uh, how do you how do you manage to have a life outside of all this? I mean, I'm not the most social person, so I guess it's not <laughs> it's not so difficult. But you know, I mean, a lot of the people I train with, I'm close to, so. They make it easy, you know, because they're, they're friends, they're teammates, so it makes it easy. And, you know, when luckily my friends are, they're busy people too, and a lot of times they have similar schedules. They're busy in the morning, and then we'll hang out at night sometimes or on the weekends. So, you know, I have friends, I have one friend, she's trying to get to med school, so oh, wow. <laughs> she's, she's, busy she's very busy too. So um, we, we make it work. Awesome. Okay, well then I think we better wrap it up because you got things to do, places to go. So, so you got a busy next few months traveling, a few tournaments in the U.S., Dubai, the World Championships. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear about that. Pan Am Games open here in Vegas mm -hmm. in December, and that kind of end for you. Mm -hmm. And we're all excited uh, for that to happen in Vegas and, and cheer you on. So. Uh, I'm sure we'll have another one of these, maybe after December, <laughs> after uh, after this kind of the swing of of big competitions for you. But uh, Trinity Allen, thank you so much for for joining us here thank today. You. Anything else you wanted to say today? Um, no, I, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, congratulations on your success so far in 2021, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, to just seeing how well you do, and good luck out there. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. So thank you very much for listening to today's podcast with Trinity Allen. This is Kenton Jones saying goodbye. And remember, Multipure is for life for you.